Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Oh, my son longest, even fainted for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cried out for the living God. Yeah. yeah. A sparrow had found a house. It's not, the sparrow was not subject to that limitation. He envied the sparrow. He envies the swallow that he can fly against all the oppositions and still get to the presence of God and enjoy the presence of God. It was in the midst of this situation when guilt and solitude and so on and so forth crashed upon this man. His heart went out to see the pilgrims that were going out there. And in there, heaven opened to him. And the things that are spoken and are couched there, they speak concerning the path of those who are going to the pilgrim, this pilgrimage of going to the kingdom of God. Listen to me as we go through stage by stage. Are you with me, people? But I want you to remember this. Doesn't matter how your life has been messed up. Doesn't matter the sins. Doesn't matter whatever it is. If God showed grace to this man, my God can show you grace today. Because what it was that happened here, when I understood it, it was by study. It, didn't, it wasn't, it, I mean, I, I just took time and said, Lord, this valley of Baca, that you speak and speak and speak, what is it that is in it? The sparrow had found a house. And the swallow a nest for yes, herself. Yes, Where she may lay her young, mm -hmm. even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, yes. my King and my God. Yes. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will Blessed one. In the things that followed, all of a sudden, was like heaven opened and began to show this man the similitude of those who are in this journey to the kingdom of heaven. The similitude of what will happen to every single one of us in the pattern that I've shown you in all that I've said as we looked at the travelings of the people in the wilderness in Exodus. It said, three blessedness. Blessed are they that do what? That dwell in thy house. But glory be to God. The blessedness did not extend the loan to those who are dwelling in the house of God. There were three blessed there. Go on, please. They Said, will be still praising thee. Yes. Blessed is the man who Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. Underline it in your word. Because they may have had the opportunity to go to the house of God. But God is not limited to them alone. Blessed is the man whose what? Strength. Another translation says, blessed is the man who is strong in the Lord. Another translation said, blessed is the man who God is his strength. And I want to bring something home to us here. This man was sol has sorely failed, restricted and bound of men not to enter, but he was going through something here. Because a man cannot have the Lord as his strength when he still has his own strength. You don't, you don't understand it. You have to be taken. If you took my feet and turned me aside, everything in my pocket will do what? Will fall out. Until you are totally emptied of your own strength. The Lord cannot be your strength. 
You need to be totally purged of your strength. All the things that you are going through are intended to be that. And this was why David was speaking concerning this strength that comes. Now hear me. David was debarred from going into the house of the Lord, sitting in this solitary situation, mourning, not only on account of the deep mortification of being driven from his throne, number one, not being able to come before the Lord too, as in the times of old, the guilt of what he had done also was heavy upon his spirit. Doubtless there was one feeling which pressed very hard on David's soul, the sins that had driven him into exile, the finger of scorn throughout Israel pointed at him as an open adulterer and a convicted murderer. Thus, he had not only been the melancholy feeling of being debarred, but the fact that his guilt was also there were the things that kept him down. But in the middle of that, heaven came through, that you may see the grace of our God. Now, who is that blessed man? Where are they? Where are they? And that's what we are tracing. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Where shall we find that man? Where are we to look for him? In what corner does he dwell? No man ever had this strength, had his strength in God until he had lost all of his own. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8 to 10. No man, and I say it again, no man, no man, no man ever had his strength in God until he had lost all of his own. That's why Paul testified of this. And I'm trying to let you see that the travails that you are going through now are indeed tests that God is sending across your way that you may be devoid of your own strength, of your own wisdom, of all that you have depended upon, that you can truly say, Lord, I'm in your hands. For we For would we not, not, brethren, brethren, have you ignorance of our trouble? Which came to us in Asia. Something came upon them where they were. Said, we were pressed out of measure. Above, above strength. strength. In so much that we despaired even of life. If they could fight the situation, would they not have fought? Verse 8. For verse 9 says. But we, are, but we have the sentence of death in we ourselves. We have the sentence of death in ourselves. That we should Wait, Stop. When a person has the sentence of death, is there any more strength left in him? What is taking over? Death. Said, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should no longer do what? We should not trust in ourselves, but do what? That our trust should be in God. That's a man who is blessed because his strength is who? His strength is the Lord. The things that we are going through I intended to take us to the time when we don't trust in our strength anymore. You are emptied of your own strength, of your own ability, of your own cogitations, and say, Lord, I'm in your hands. Do with me. Do with me as you want it to be. And I urge you, there's purpose to what God is doing for us in this land. There's purpose to the travail that we are all going through. There's purpose to foreign currency fluctuation and so on and so forth. 
It's not just for nothing. I am bold to say from the scripture and from experience that no man ever felt or ever knew spiritually or experientially, to use the grammar of Dele and Tokumbo, what it was to put his trust and confidence in God who has not been thoroughly weaned and emptied of putting all this trust and confidence in himself. These things are come like the fire that was spoken about to burn away all what? All this trouble. Amen? When David pronounces this, pronounce this spiritual blessing, blessed is the man whose strength is in you. His eye was fixed upon a certain gracious character. One who has been deeply emptied. One whose strength has been turned into weakness. Whose wisdom has been turned into folly. Whose loveliness has been turned into corruption. How are you? How am I? That's the question I want you to answer. Are you ready for that kind of emptying? Because until I get through that emptying, I cannot really enjoy the blessedness of the man whose strength is the Lord. That's why this is not the time to complain. It is time to appreciate that God is doing something. That I'm privileged to be going through this. Because God is shaking out of me that I can depend upon in strength. Oh, that you will see the grace of God appearing to us and helping us to understand what it is. I want to see there are two distinct things that need to, be, to happen. Because it's one thing for you to be emptied. It's another thing for you to understand that the might and the power of God is present. Let's go back to that scripture. I put it in a very beautiful combination here. It's a combination of what I call uh, the secret of the creature weakness, the creature helplessness, and then the, the might of the God who is able to put all things together. Amen? Can you go back to Blessed that? Blessed is the man whose strength yes. is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them. Who passing through the valley of Baca? So there are three blessedness that you, that you find here. Two distinct things must therefore happen, must therefore meet in my heart under the spirits, under the Holy Spirit secret operations. Before I can come in and share off any of these blessings, I must first, by the work of grace upon my soul, be weakened. He weakened my strength. In the wilderness, the word said concerning them, He brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help until they turned unto the living God. I must have temptations and find my strength against these temptations utterly powerless. My strength against these temptations utterly what? Powerless. That it's not so much about your go, 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 and so on and so forth. But upon you calling upon the grace of God when those temptations appear and you give yourself to him. I must have trials and find these trials so great that my own strength is insufficient to bear them. I must have a discovery of God's majesty, his purity, and holiness, that all my strength may wither at a glance of the eye of God in my conscience. I must sink down into creature ruin, into creature hopelessness, into creature helplessness, before I can ever give up the fancied idea of my strength in myself. Man is born to be independent. But God is looking for those who are what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. God is looking for those who are dependent. 
Man is born an independent creature. It is the very breath of a natural man. It suits the pride of our heart. I did it myself. I did it myself. If that doesn't suit the grace of God. If you can do it yourself, go on trying. It suits the heart to rest upon itself and our rebellious nature will always rest upon self until it is slaughtered. But I say this to you. We are not, brethren, we are not stripped in one day. We are not emptied in one day. It's a progressive work that God does in shaking us, in emptying us, until we get to the point where we are totally empty. And then we can say, the Lord is the strength of my heart. The Lord is the strength of my heart. The Lord is the strength of my heart. If those combinations don't happen, remember Paul said, God said to Paul what? In your what? In your what? In your what? In your weakness is what? Is my strength made perfect. Until you are emptied. Until I'm emptied and I'm weak. And the things that God uses in bringing those are trials, are temptations, and so on and so forth. I will never truly be able to have the strength of the eternal God. Praise the Lord. Two things must happen to us. Creator weakness. Creator might. On one hand, what? Creator weakness. On the other hand, what? Creator might. It takes creator weakness for creator might to manifest. It takes creator bankruptcy for creator sufficiency to take over. And these things are the reasons why we are going through what we are going through. Praise the Lord. The second blessing, in whose heart are the ways of them who Passing through the valley of Baca, they turn it into a well. And David gives a glimpse of what the valley of Baca is. If you do research like I did, we call it Valley of Rephaim. It has different names, but there was something that was unique about this valley. It was called the Valley of the Valley of Weeping. God bless you. The Valley of Baca. It's a valley of weeping. What is it that is unique about this valley? And there are many circumstances that you face that bring tears to your eyes. Oh, these people are very spiritual. Oh. Nothing happens to them that makes them cry. Praise the Lord. Do. Yeah, you are not like me then. Oh, there are many things that bring tears to my eyes. Many things that bring tears to my eyes. Many things that break my heart. Do you know what? That, that there, is, there are the normal things of providence that every man goes through. That you are broke. It has nothing to do with whether you are spiritual or not. I think I'm the only one who goes broke sometimes, though. These people, don't, they don't know what it means to be broke. There are common things 
that are just normal to human beings. That's not what is being spoken about here. Because everybody goes through that. Amen? On top of what the normal man doesn't get, you get, I get, temptations come. The day that you are broke, you are sent to show to go and buy something. The Satan will come and say, I've ah, been received nothing. Oh, you don't face that one. The man who is outside, who does he, the normal man, does he, does he, does he even occur in his heart? He just does it expressly. I'm making a difference here that for the people of God, beyond what I say is the providential tests that they have, there are those things that are spiritual. Eh? The, the things that Satan will tempt you with that the man outside the street doesn't get. That's the nature of where we are. Amen? That you are told to maintain peace at home. And Madame Gloria comes in, hey, Kilomashi, what are you going to do? You are going to beat me? It doesn't happen. Oh, it doesn't happen. Oh, I, I said people are more spiritual than me. Unfortunately, my wife is not here, so I'm, I'm at liberty. I see it, and I say, okay, kill of her, she passed off. Don't worry. My aunt lost a family more joy. If you like, report me. I will say I, will say I was not there. Praise the Lord. Many are the circumstances in providence that draw tears from our eyes and cause poignant sorrows to be felt in the heart of the true child of God. While men naturally have many sorrows in their course through life, the Lord's people seem to have a double portion allotted to them. They have the same cares like the fellow mortals. They have sources of temporal sorrow in common with their, fellows, with their, with their with fellow men. But in addition to these preferential afflictions, they have what is peculiar to themselves, spiritual grief, burdens, and sorrows. Some of the Lord's people are deeply sunk in poverty. You don't know any of them. I know. I have seen. People on the field who gave themselves to the world and when they were not seeing risk, and when they were not courage, they just gave up. That it took their wives to be saying, ah, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. Some of the Lord's people are sunk in poverty. Others have an almost daily cross from a suffering and a weakly body out of sickness. Others have to endure persecutions to receive many blows of those who will criticize them. Where is your God? Huh? Shoshi, 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 shoshi. Shoshi, we are, your prayer cannot help you. Oh, you have never seen that? The man on the street doesn't get that. That's the double portion that you get. Others are mourning over blighted schemes, the disappointment of their temporal expectations. Added to these temporal trials that the lost people have to come through, which is common to other people, they have spiritual trials that far outweigh any of these temporal things. 
sharp and cutting temptations. The workings of a deceitful, of a heart deceitful above all things. The hidings of the Lord's countenance. When you are looking to him and answer doesn't come, doubts and fear and all of those things, they come. These are the things that you find along the way where? In the valley of Baca. The physical valley of Baca. The soil is as hard as Okuta. In the midst of the sun, and it is the only route, the direct route, excuse me, that takes them to where? To Zion. There was no shortcut. It was the only way or the direct way that they had to go to get to where? To get to Zion. And that's why I'm asking you, if you think the things that you are going through are too much, you are either ready to go through the valley of Baca, or you want to do what? You want to check out. Or you want to check out. And I pray that you will not check out. Because every one of them, by the time you get to the conclusion of this, David said, every one of them made it to the presence of the Lord in Zion. And that's my assurance and confidence with which I came here today. That it doesn't matter what it is that you are going through. If God could look at David in the situation that he found him and bust this open upon his side, for him to understand the path that it takes to get to Zion, the path that it's going to take to get to the kingdom of heaven, and they got there. Uh-uh, you will get there. Amen. You will not be lost on the way. All that we are saying today is to awaken each one of us to the realities of the journey that we have been called to make. So that it doesn't, we, don't, we don't get carried away by the pains and the agonies around us. Amen? Blessed is the man in whose heart are the ways of them who passing through the valley of Bakar they make it a well. You see, despite the hardness of the path, the sun that is beating them, this scripture says they do what? They turn the dry place, the hard place, they turn it into what? They turn it into a well. The patched ground beneath them at the time of the troubles that they are going through, at the time that they as, as pilgrims are going there, there are wells that are there in the midst of that arid land. Amen? There are refreshments that come from the Lord in the time that they are passing through. From time to time, sweet refreshments from the living God show up. Divine consolations, fountains of living water, streams of heavenly pleasures. When the sun born to weary pilgrims, all patched dry, are journeying through this valley, Isaiah 41 verse 17 just busts open. I quoted it for you already. Said when the what? When? When the poor and the needy seek water. Now look at it. Oh. I told you about believers who are sunken in poverty. God understands and he recognizes them. Said when the poor and the needy, they do what? Seek they water. seek water. And there is what? None. There is none. And every word that I'm saying, relates them to the prophetic utterance with which God called us in this assembly to start this year. That we will hear neither the sound of the wind nor see the rain, but this valley shall be filled with what? Shall be filled with water. 
The blessings of the eternal God. The streams of pleasure from his, strength, from his presence. Suddenly, boom. And that's the miracle that this nation needs. Oh, I don't have time today. This morning in devotion, as I was looking at Psalm 44, God said to me that this is where I'm taking your country. Until this nation is emptied. Until this nation is emptied. Said, they won the victories, not by their own army. Give me that one first. Psalm we'll come back there. Yes. We have heard with our ears, O oh God. We have heard with our ears, O oh God. Our fathers have told us. Our fathers have told us. What work thou did in their days. What work you did in their days. In the times of old. Yes. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand. Yes. God and drove the heathen out of the land. You planted them. You did afflict the people and cast them out. Verse 3. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Oh. It wasn't their sword that did it. God did it anyhow. Amen. Neither did their own arm save them. Their own arm couldn't save them. The economists that are advising the man are telling him, don't do devaluation. They all do, they will give all the wrong advice that the counsel of God may stand. Said, But thy right hand and thy, thy arm. Right hand, hand and thy arm. And the light of thy The light of your countenance. Because thou didst had a favor because unto them. Because God had a favor unto them. Yes? Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. Hallelujah. That's where we are. Thou art my king, O God. That's why the song that I asked you to sing again. No God like our God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. He is the only one who will bring the victory that this country needs today. And that's why we are admonishing ourselves. Look, don't give up. Amen. Don't look to the things around you. Trust in the Lord your God. Your God will bring the victory. This country will have victory. I don't care. Don't, don't amen it. I know. Because I'm settled solidly upon this word. But the path will not be easy. It's not an easy road. We are traveling to heaven for many other crops on that way. But Jesus walks beside me. And gladdens my journey. And oh no, no, it's not an easy road. No, no, it's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside me and lightens my journey. And lightings every heavy. That's what David understood. That's what you need to understand. That in the valley of Baca, they turn, they turn it into wells. Who passing through the valley of Baca? Who passing through the valley of Baca? Make it a well. Yes. The rain also filleth the pools. Yes. They go from strength to strength. They make it a well, a well. number one. What are the wells? Refreshments from the divine presence. Sweet encouragements from time to time in prayer. Blessings under the preached word. Melting of heart from a sense of the Lord's kindness to your soul. Glimpses and glances of the precious Jesus. These are the things that are the refreshments that are the wells that you find around. Tell me, in all the midst of all the trouble, you come to the house of God. 
you are testimonies that do what? Strengthen your heart. You are encouraged by those strengthens. You hear the ministrations of the servants of God. And your soul is encouraged that, uh-uh, I shake myself again. I shake myself again. And I move on in this journey. It will not do to call yourself a pilgrim merely because we have trials or are journeying through a valley of tears. We may have something more than this to prove that we are pilgrims. We must have wells, the wells of water. The Lord speaks springing up into everlasting life, divine refreshments, gracious manifestations, heavenly testimonies, something from God that comforts and that blesses, that waters the soul and makes it also comfortable. It don't speak also of, of what he said. There are, he said, the rains also do what? Fill the pools. They fill the pools. The pools are like tanks on the way. All right? But it takes the rain of heaven to fill those tanks. It is your prayers that bring the rains of heaven. It is your believing the word. The promises that God has given us. Say, Lord, I believe your promise. Open the rains of heaven. Brings that. You will find they turn it into a well. There are pools of water. Just like God was showing when I showed you they had Mara. They had the wells at, the, at, the, at, the, the, the wells at Elim. And they got to different places. God will position tanks where your prayers are going to be working wonders. And heaven will be opened. And things of refreshing will come upon your way. Oh, people, it's a wonderful journey. The coming of the Lord is near. These things that are happening, don't let them fuzz you. Don't let them get you discouraged. Don't let them make you feel that it's impossible. Because everyone that went through the valley of Baca, they made it home. Amen. They made it home. God allowed it so. Said so they go from what? Strength, strength to strength. Strength to strength was stopping places for them to rest their weary feet. Remember the thing that was spoken when the parents of Jesus were looking for him. How did they put it? They said they looked for him to see whether he was what? He was, uh, it said they, they disappeared from among them. For those who are going to Jerusalem, to Zion all the time, there were places where they had to stop for refreshments. A place of refreshing. That's where they went to look for him, that maybe he was there. On the path to Zion, on the path to this heavenly road, God will create a place where you will rest a bit so that you don't, your, all your strength will not be drained away. But you will find, like I showed you in that word, every single word, they grow from strength to strength. Read it, finish. They, they go, go from strength to strength in Zion. And what? Every one of them in That's Zion. That's where I want Every what? Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. Every what? Every what? Every what? Did anyone get lost out of every? Every one. You pass through over this valley of Baca, you won't die there. Oh. You can't die there. Oh. You will get to Zion and you will appear before the Lord. Oh, come on, give the Lord a clap of you here. You know? I just want to say this to you. I just want to say this to you. Because by order, the Lord said to me, command these people to come into my rest. I'm inviting you to lay your burdens down and enter into the rest of the living God. 
The rest of God requires that you are devoid of your strength. It requires that everything that you have depended upon that is your own, God empties you of them. That the strength of God can do what? Can take you over. Let the strength of God today fill your heart. Because it is appointed that it is so. It has to be so for us to get into the kingdom. Don't mind those charlatans on the outside who are trying to distract you. Take heed unto the word of God. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng. Thank you.